Okay, good evening, Rabbi Yisai. We're up to this last piece, and the first idea that Chavazovav is saying here in the Psicha, before he gets to a more long, long-winded idea, comparing the Baal Bitochen to the Baal HaKemiya, as we'll see momentarily. So the last piece here, Umehen. And another one of the benefits that the Baal Bitochen could have, someone who truly trusts in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, doesn't trust in his chachma, doesn't trust in his tachbulais, in his cunningness, doesn't trust in his great abilities, doesn't trust in his wealth. Someone who trusts Hashem Yiviyayu B'tchaynoi, his bitochen, that security will be able to bring him He'll be able to clear away his mind from from the mundane matters of this world and to set and designate time to this, the matters of Avedas Hashem. It doesn't mean in terms of even the amount of time necessarily. person has to do other things. person certainly has to eat, has to work for a livelihood. But he's referring to in terms of headspace. Will he be secure? Will he have enough focus when he's being engaged in things of Avedas Hashem? Be it davening, be it learning, be doing a chesed, will he be able to be calm enough and not preoccupied with other things that have to get done and an appointment that he has to get to and uh, maybe a deal that he's passing up because he has this time for davening or he has this seder to learn. That's what he means over here. He'll be able to be lefanes as liba, and as he'll be able to sort of shut off his mind, clear away his head, min from all the other mundane matters in his schedule. And to designate and focus on on things that pertain to Avedis Hashem. He will be compared with Menuchas Nafshay in terms of his tranquility, and his peace of mind. The Babitachin here also will have a limited amount. Still, still, may, still may have some, but a miyot, miyot much less anxiety, to all the other matters of the world. And what can he be compared to? Labala al-Kamiya. See, we'll go to that in a moment. But here the Chavis uh, is saying a point like this, that another advantage of the Baal Bitochen, as he said at the, right at the outset, that there are advantages both, both from a Ruchniya standpoint and a Gashmiya standpoint. From what he called a Teyalas in Teirosoi and Teyalas in Yaniha Oilam. So we're still working on the Teyalas that have to do with the spiritual side of things. Person is here to do Avedas Hashem. Person has to fulfill his mission in life in terms of Avedas Hashem. And he has to daven, and he has to learn, he has to set time for things, for things like that. But oftentimes a person is carried away, you know, there's his mind is carried away. His mind is not at peace with itself because, oh, I could be doing something else, I could be running over here, I could be finishing this. If a person has to be talking, he says, you know what, that can wait, and the amount of time that I have to put into it, that's what will have to be. But if I know that I have to have a certain amount of time to daven, I have to have a certain amount of time to learn. Then the, the rest of the time that I give for my other matters will be sufficient time. It's, a, it's an idea also. Some people 
it could be sometimes they don't get a good night's sleep. And one thing is that, okay, they didn't get a good night's sleep and they feel a little tired in the morning. But it's even worse than that is that then they get anxiety. They start they start getting worried. How am I going to be able to cope today? How am I going to be able to, to be alert today, be at my best, and I have to do this? The Bible talking says, listen, if I wasn't able to sleep well last night, so then the Abishta didn't make me sleep well last night. It must be that today I'll be able to survive and I'll be able to maintain myself unless sleep. That's it. That's the perspective of the Balbi talking. I didn't get so much sleep. And you think about it, the truth is we go through days. Sometimes you get a good night's sleep and things just don't work out well during the next day. I don't know why. I was good. I was good night's sleep, good morning coffee. Things didn't work out well. And other times, I was up a few times and this child was up because he was sick. You wake up in the morning, how am I going to get through? You get through the day. The Balbi talking doesn't even have to wait for the end of the day. The Balbi talking to one who trusts in Hashem says, listen, if this is how much sleep I got last night, Hashem can make it work. My Rebbe once told me, a pshat from the Moses Shalavachik, that's all. Means we are all really ayefim. We're all walking around with no kaiches. We're all tired. We have no really strength. We have no stamina. Kodesh gives us strength and gives us stamina. So he can give the same stamina when we had less sleep and the more sleep. So a person who gets to this point of trusting in Hashem, in terms of the amount of time that he needs to spend in Azavetas Hashem, that's fixed, that's set. Beyond that time, he'll be able to do other things. Then he won't be worried, even when he's learning, even when he's davening. So during davening, he won't be thinking, but I have to do so many things, how am I going to do it? How am I going to fit? The Balbitachan will be free of those thoughts. The Balbitachan, when he's learning, however much time he sets to learn, but his mind is clear during that time. That's what he's saying over here. He's able to be mefanes to be able to just clear and focus his heart and his mind. And he compares this to a case of the Bal Alchemia. Who's this Bal Alchemia? Really, the Mefarshim explain in, in Arabic, which is the original language that the Chavis Avavis wrote his Sefer, it's pretty much the same word. Most Arabic words start with Al, like Al-Akra, yeah? So this also, Alchemia. And Alchemia seems to be, it was the precursor of chemistry. This was an alchemist. And the alchemist, in the days of the Chavis Avavis, we're talking about almost a thousand years ago, that there was this understanding, there was a thought, that people are able to turn things into gold. Literally. Not the saying we go, oh, whatever he touches turns into gold. But there was this thought that there was a Baal alchemy of this is the fellow who knows he could take silver and turn it into gold. It means if he had material that was silver, a sheet of silver, through doing some things, putting some chemicals on and go, going in his cave, in his laboratory, he could turn it into gold. He could take copper and tin and turn it into into silver. It was a certain skill, it was a certain wisdom that the person had to have, it was a certain way, certain ingredients he had to have. So imagine someone who was so secure, all he needed to go and get some scraps, scrap metal from the junkyard, and that's it. 
spend a couple of hours in his uh, workshop, in his laboratory, and presto, he has silver, he has gold, and he's a rich man. So how worried could such a person be? So the Chavazavov is now going to go on to explain why the Balabitachin, the one who truly trusts in Hashem, indeed has ten advantages over this Baal Alchemia. And we'll go through them. The Chavazavov saw a need to go each step by step because each one really hammers home the point even further. But that's his first comparison. You know, maybe nowadays we would have a, a, a different... Uh, Example to say, well, let's see, the Baal B'tokhan could be compared to who? Someone who has a, a Swiss bank account, is totally secure, something like that. But this is much hands-on. Whenever he needs some money, that's it. Just goes to, goes to the outside, collects some scrap metal, collects some tin, some, some, uh, some iron, some copper, and he may turn it into gold. The Rizkarov once asked, Pusik tells him to Hillam Chavzayin, Trust in Hashem. Put your hope in Hashem. And then, Strengthen. Give yourself more courage. And What's the second? So Chazal Darshan, says, If you daven, if you weren't answered, be mechazik and daven again. But simple pshan the pasuk, what's the second? So the Rizkarov, it sounds like that and what's the reward for the bitachin? The reward for the one who has bitachin is more bitachin. If you ask the Baal bitachin, what do you want for your reward for having bitachin in Hashem? Should, should Hashem dump a million dollars into your bank account? The true Baal bitachin will say, I don't want the million dollars in the bank account. Because as we'll see, the Baal Alchemia is not, is not a the most secure person in the world. The million dollars in the bank account, he has to worry about someone trying to sneak into his bank account and steal it. He has to worry about that. He has to worry about, maybe he's not doing things which are legal. He has to be worried about people stealing his secret. He has to be worried about people kidnapping his children. The Balabi Tochen doesn't have to fear any of that. The Balabi Tochen just needs what he needs for now, and the next time he needs something, the Baruch will provide for him. So what's even greater than Hashem just showering down wealth to the Baal B'tochen is continued B'tochen. And then what's the reward for that? Continued B'tochen. The Briskarov once said this word to a person. Uh, so the person says, it's a good word, it's a good word. So uh, the Briskarov says, no, so maybe you'll uh, take more time off of your business and maybe you'll come in, into the base marriage more. So the person says, no, 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 what's with the guilt, you know? But what's going to be with the money? Ah, okay, so it's a, it's a good word, but more than that, you can't really taste it. Go to the Meister with Reb Chaim. Reb Chaim once, it was, we know Reb Chaim is the great genius, Reb Chaim Brisker, but really even greater than a genius, he was a tremendous Baal Chesed. That was known as, his doors were open, he used to have people coming in, sleeping in his house. He once came we come home late at night, there was someone sleeping in his own bed. And he went to the person, he says, excuse me, I was here first. So Rebchaim went, he slept in the hallway. It was, it was unbelievable in terms of his chesed. So when Meshulach once came to him, he says, oh yeah, I was on the road for months and months, getting money, gathering up money, that would have half at least for the next 
six months, and on my way home, it got stolen. A Ganev came and he stole all my money. He's crying and crying to Reb Chaim. Chaim says, all right, listen, listen, listen. You know, go, go say some tilim in the shul. I'll see you. Come back to me in a couple of days. I'll see what I could do. You know, you know what happened to you? He says, don't you know, you know, you know what happened? You remember you went, when you came back, you went to, to finally buy a new suit for yourself. You took off your old jacket, you put it on the side, and you're trying a new, that's when someone probably came and ran off with it. He said, oh, yeah, he's crying. Anyway, two days later, comes back, Reb Chaim had raised the money and he gave it to this Mishal. He gave it to him. He said, Here, here's the money. So the person says, Ah, oh, you know, the truth is, he says to Reb Chaim, it's not so much the money. He says, I just, I feel like such a shlamazel. Like it's such a silly thing. I was so ne- neglect with my money. I took off my suit. I shouldn't, uh, that's really what I feel bad for. So Reb Chaim says, oh, you know, if, if that's the case, I don't have to give you the money. No, 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 but what's with the geld? What's with the geld? Oh, okay. So we have to know where we stand. Here, the peace of mind that the Balabitokin Bal- has is that he's never worried about the geld. He's never worried about what's going to be, what's going to be. He has mute daigos. He has very little anxiety, very little worry, because by him, he has a country broke in the bank account. This is the idea of the Balabitokin. Mitzvah will continue along seeing the differences, the ten advantages that the Baal Bitochen has over the Baal Alchemia.